0: Good afternoon guys and welcome to Talk Football. This is our first season and first episode. Your host is Owen Felkin and today we will be discussing Saturday the 11th of September fixtures in the English Premier League. So to kick off the day we have Palace versus Spurs. And for me I can see Spurs edging that game. I don't think it will be by much but i can just see spurs edging that as you all know they've had a very good start to the season they have picked up nine points out of a possible nine so that's a very good start to the season and they did actually beat man city in the first game if you do remember that which is brilliant for them it is showing positive signs for spurs going into the game versus palace so for the 12th kick-off, the early kick-off, I am going to back Spurs on that one. However, if you do like a little gamble, you do know the rule, never back the early kick-off. So I wouldn't fully go for that one on a bet just because I am superstitious and I wouldn't be backing the early kick-off. And then following that game, we have Arsenal and Norwich. And I think we all know that Arsenal haven't had the best of starts to the campaign this season and, to be fair, neither have Norwich, so it could be a very close game. Depending on if Arsenal turn up, I think Arsenal could beat that. Uh, They are at home, so I could see them getting their first three points today. I would be tempted to go for Arsenal if I was doing an accumulator today. I really do think they could edge that one. I do see them just knocking Norwich on the head. And maybe it will kickstart the season, I don't know. Arsenal do have a few good players, they do have Saka. And I really do like Saka, I like what he did at the Euros for England. I think he did very well when he did play for England. Um, I know he missed the penalty in the final. uh, Which, to be fair, there's a lot of pressure and he's only a young kid. And it was a big competition and he had the whole nation on his shoulders. So, in that respect, I do still believe he's a very good player and he's got a very good future ahead of him. Whether that is still with Arsenal or not, we will see. Uh, With Arsenal, again, I do actually see them trying to build a young team. Like I don't think they're bringing in players who are good now. I see them bringing in players who they want to build with and build a stronger team for the future. So, maybe when players are starting to retire or move to different leagues from top clubs, Arsenal will still have quite a lot of youth on their side, I don't know if that's the approach they are going for, but from the looks of things they do have quite a youngish team compared to some teams like Liverpool their team isn't that young Um, but yeah, Liverpool is a different set up completely uh, to Arsenal uh, Norwich um, I don't see them being much of a threat to Arsenal um, I can't say I've seen any standout players for them uh, since the start of the season, obviously they've got Billy Gilmore now from Chelsea Um, which for them is good Yeah, uh, that was a good player to bring in uh, Gilmore has done bits for Chelsea, he has shown signs that he can be a good player so it was good for Norwich they've also got Kabak uh, as well, so they have brought in a decent defender there who sh- has shown that he can play in the Premier League uh, which was brilliant when he did play for Liverpool, I am a Liverpool fan and I did enjoy him, enjoy seeing him play there he didn't really do much wrong uh, I know there was the incident with him and Alisson I believe in one game where there was just a lack of communication and we ended up giving a goal away, pretty much. Um, But, yeah, apart from that, he seems to be a solid defender. Then we've got, after that, I believe the kickoff at the same time, actually, the next few games, um, Brentford versus Brighton. Now, this game I do see being a really good game. I can see it being a really close contest, Um, mainly because Brentford haven't really had the start that I've been looking for. Like they potentially could have done a bit better. Yeah, uh, they haven't done bad. I'll give them that. They are the new boys in the Premier League, so to say. Uh, they haven't done bad at all. Uh but obviously they've got Ivan Tony who hasn't really been banging them in like he was before. Um but he is playing in a better league. Uh the standards are a lot higher uh, there's nowhere left room to go now this is it this is the big time um they haven't been too bad at the back either they've been quite solid at the back so again brighton will have to try break them down which brighton can do uh, they've got the likes of basuma he is a quality player I know Liverpool looking into signing him, he can control the midfield very well for Brighton. And I feel he is a key player for them. They've got Adam Lalana. Again, he's knocking on a bit but he's still got some stuff in the locker. Um you can never say that he won't come out of nowhere with a goal or anything like that. Um or just produce a magical pass to get a goal situation created. Uh, so they are a very strong team, obviously they've got Duffy at the back as well, so that does help them, Um, but yeah, I can see that one being a close contest, again, if I was going to go for anything on that, I don't know, maybe a 1-1 draw, Uh, something along them lines, Uh, maybe a 2-1 win Brighton, Uh, Brentford are at home though, so this is why I'm going for the 1-1 draw. If Brighton were at home, I'd probably lean more towards a 2-1 win Brighton. Um, but, yeah, it, that game could be a good one. Uh, I would enjoy watching that game, actually. And then we move on to Leicester versus Man City. Um, With this game, again, it's two top dogs in the league. Uh, City, obviously, the champions last season didn't have the start they wanted they lost to tottenham uh, which i didn't expect to be honest um, but like i said tottenham came out flying nine points from nine leicester they had that one game uh can't remember who they was playing now um, and it was a bit of an upset for them uh, i do apologize i can't remember who they were playing in that game but they have had an upset already this season However, they are playing at home at the King Power Stadium against City. Um, but unfortunately for Leicester, I do just see City edging that one. Um, obviously City haven't been happy with their start to the season, and they will be wanting that to change. So again, I do see City edging that. Um, I feel Jamie Vardy could put a goal in. Uh, so for me, I'd be going. For 3-1 city especially after the last game they will be very fired up and raring to go um, okay the next game we've got is Manu versus Newcastle okay so Manu versus Newcastle um i I have to go for Man U in this one. Man U are playing at Old Trafford, uh, which does give them the home advantage if any of you do go off that sort of thing, having the home advantage, more supporters there, uh, all that sort of thing. I, I don't know with Newcastle. I do feel they can be a threat. I just don't think this is a game for them, especially with... Ronaldo being back to the Premier League, if he is playing, then obviously he's going to want to shine straight away. He's got the number seven shirt off Cavani. Uh, he is going to want to come out the doors flying at United, uh, show United that he's still got it, show everybody that he can still do it in the Premier League because quite a few people have said he's going to be a flop. Uh, personally, I hope he does um, because Liverpool fan. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, um, I could see that one going a bit pear-shaped for uh, Newcastle. It depends how strong they are at the back, United. Obviously, they've brought in um, Varane as well. That's another good player to have brought in for United. They are looking quite strong again. It looks like they're sort of getting back on track with where they want to be after quite a few seasons where it hasn't gone exactly to plan for them. Pogba had a flying start to the season, as did Fernandez. Uh, that were a quality game from them when Fernandez put in the hat trick, Pogba getting the assists. Uh, it was quality from them. Uh, so, as long as United are solid at the back, I could. Easy to see a three, four nil from that game. Uh, but I do see United winning it either way, no matter what the score is. Um. So the next game after that, we're looking at Southampton versus West Ham. West Ham have been monstrous. Like, there's no denying West Ham at this stage. Like teams just can't seem to handle them. Like, honestly, they've got such a good setup. You can't say a bad word about West Ham at the moment. Um, I've loved watching them play football. Uh, Going back to the Leicester game, I believe it was West Ham who gave them the upset, wasn't it? Uh, not entirely sure on that. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe it was West Ham who did do that. Uh, (coughs) But, yeah, for me, Southampton versus West Ham. Obviously, Antonio on amazing form, uh, he's just loving putting that ball in the net at the moment, uh, he's full of confidence, as long as he stays away from injuries, I can see that continuing for him. Uh, Southampton, they do have a good side, it's a solid side, Um, obviously they've got really good players, they've lost Danny Ings uh, to Villa obviously, and he was one of the main goal sources for them. Uh, Southampton are at home however but I see West Ham coming out of that with a 2-0 win Um, hopefully Ben Rama has another good game because uh, I've enjoyed watching Ben Rama. He's he's been quality for West Ham as well since get-go uh, him and Antonio have just been tearing everybody apart uh, Bowen again Bowen's just an all-round good player, you never know what to expect from Bowen because he can cut inside, he can go around you outside, he's got a bit of pace, he's got a decent cross, then you've got the likes of Cresswell as well, he can put in such a good ball from a corner, you just don't know where the goals are going to come from with West Ham, they can make a goal out of anything and it's really nice football to watch, David Moyes has done a great job at West Ham and all the coaching staff as well it's been fantastic what they have actually done with that team Uh, and to be fair I'd probably put money on them being up there this season for Europa League football again Um, I'm not going to quite say they'd be there for Champions League football yet um, but I could definitely see them going for Europa League football Um, okay so, now we've got Watford versus Wolves. This is a game that sort of stumped me. I was looking at the fixture and I was like, Watford versus Wolves. Um, when you come to this sort of game, you do think of certain players. Like, you do always have a few names flying around your head when you hear fixtures. For me, like, Traore, he always comes to mind when I think of Wolves. Um And then Watford, they've got Sarr. He always comes to mind when I think of Watford. Um, But I could see it being a pretty even game. Wolves are away from home. Um, If it was at home, I'd say Wolves would edge it. I still fancy Wolves in that game. I don't see there being much in it. Uh, Unless Wolves really do turn up and they are in the mood. Um, But again, I could see... That being a two one wolves, um or maybe a I won't say a one one, maybe a nil nil. Um so yeah, either there'll be goals or no goals. Um so yeah. And then we've got Chelsea versus Villa. Now that game stands out to me and just screams, Chelsea are going to win this, Chelsea are going to walk this. But you've got to put it past Villa, like, you know, they beat Liverpool 7-2, I believe, Um, last season. They absolutely turned Liverpool over, uh, which nobody expected. And then Chelsea do have some quality in the team. Obviously, two colours said he wants to build a team that no-one wants to play against. And to be honest, when I see Liverpool coming up to play Chelsea, I don't really fancy that fixture. Like I never really have. I've always been a bit skeptical skeptical about Chelsea. They always have had a few players who have been like they can change a game like that. Um, and they still do, like Mason Mount, quality young player again. An English player, England have so many players coming through for them. It is actually brilliant to see at the moment how much young English blood we've got coming through. Um, and then, obviously, they've just got Lukaku back. Uh, still yet to prove himself in my eyes. He did have the game against Liverpool, and he's had he's had a goal already, I believe. Uh, I did miss his first game. Um, but, yeah, I can see Chelsea beating Villa, Chelsea are at home at Stamford Bridge um, I can see Chelsea winning that one with ease uh, Villa will have to do something special to win that especially while they're playing away um, by the moment since they've lost Grealish there isn't really much attacking threat apart from Danny Ings uh, Villa can play some nice football, it's just if they turn up on the day they are getting better. Um, like last season, they didn't do too bad. They finished further up the table, so it weren't too bad. Um, but, yeah, that game does just seem to sway Chelsea's way for me. There's not much else you can say about it, apart from a nice 3-0, maybe, win Chelsea. I'm not really one for picking score lines. Again, like if you do like to have a bet on football, normally I'd go up for an Acker and just look at the games and think, who do they have? Who's playing well at the moment? Is the defence strong? Are the leaking goals? Stuff like that. um, And it is still quite early in the season. The table is still taking shape, obviously, I don't think anyone expected Spurs to come out the doors, be in City, and they did. Uh, so, to be fair, anything can still happen. Yeah, it is football, after all. So, like, the season, Leicester won the league. No one expected that. But, yeah, football is great. It's a mysterious game. Um, But, yeah, they're my predictions for the games on the 11th. Obviously, you can't forget about the internationals at the moment. Um, The international games are going on and that does mean restrictions will be in place. So, there could be potential players missing games and things like that. I'm not entirely clued up on how that all's going to work myself. Um, But, obviously, I just wanted to get my first podcast out there, see what you guys thought... Um, obviously we will go into more depth as the season goes on we will start talking about fan city premier league as well as i know quite a few football fans do play fan city premier league me being one of them Um, so we'll start talking about that more going into actual player stats uh, talking about transfers for game weeks and stuff like that Um and just sort of seeing where we can go from there um, but from looking at it, I can see quite a few people have brought Ronaldo in already, and Captain Ronaldo. I'm one of them people who have done that because, like, I say with his next game being against Newcastle, I see him coming out flying. Um, he's still an absolute beast. Everything he does is football. He's just all about the game. Um, so I wouldn't say it's a miss to go for Ronaldo. Um, sorry, I do see that people have been taking Fernandes out for Ronaldo, which I don't think that's a bad shout because I don't see Ronaldo wanting Fernandes to still take penalties and free kicks. So Fernandes might lose out on quite a few goals because of that. Um, And then obviously we've got Salah. Uh, He's always a good shout to having your team. He racks up quite a lot of points. Um, And then we've got Son. I do always like Son if I see Spurs having a good run of fixtures. Um, Apart from that, I don't really bring him in. Um, I did have him in for the game against City, um, but this was just due to the actual funds you get. I uh, couldn't quite afford fernandez so i just brought in son as he is a strong player he will do stuff for you he will get you some points Um, and then brighton i do have sanchez in net uh, i've gone for that because he's a cheap option and he's not too bad like some weeks he will get you a clean sheet and he does do quite well for saves per game Um, I don't believe I've got any Arsenal players in my team at the moment. Um, And then Chelsea players, they are looking really good. I would recommend getting some Chelsea players in. Um, Maybe Lukaku. Um, I can see people have started going for... dropping some midfielders... And going for lower-priced midfielders. <coughs> Sorry. So they can have the front three of Antonio, Lukaku and Ronaldo. Which really ain't a bad shout because it's basically a girls galore with them three. I don't see one of them not scoring. If one of them blanks, I see at least one of the other two scoring. Um, but yeah, if you do need some cheaper options, obviously you've got... Pasuma from Brighton. He ain't really a goal scorer, but he will just he's a safe option. Like it's always good to have your safety options and Persuma is that for me. He's more of just a safety barrier than anything else. Um Man City players I'm not too keen on them, because uh, they do get swapped around a lot. Obviously their bench is world class as well, so Pep can just sort of Say so, right, this eleven's playing this week, but next week <coughs> that eleven's playing instead. Um, but for Ram Torres at the moment, seems to be getting a few goals. If you do like your city players, um, people have been going for Jack Grealish. Uh, obviously, he wins quite a few free kicks. Not guaranteed, to take them. Um. But he will always be around the goal area. He is always a threat, so I do see why people do take him. Um Manu, we've got run as well. Um Maguire playing alongside run I feel that will help quite a lot for Maguire. Uh, Luke Shaw. Obviously he's been having his best seasons again. Uh, so he's always a shout to have in there. Um for me, defense-wise, I always lean towards Trent or Robertson having at least one of them. Too at the moment, I do have Trent. I uh, do like the assists that he does get, and then obviously we've got a strong back four, so we do get quite a few clean sheets. Um, so that does help as well because he's getting points for the assists and the clean sheets. Uh, so that's always a good option. Um. But for that, yeah, um, now it's just a little look into the fantasy side of things. Um, obviously, we can't talk about any games yet because it's not till the 11th of September. I will obviously be putting this up before then, uh, but then after that, after the whole weekend, because obviously you've got your Liverpool-Leeds game on the Sunday, which was a thrilling game last season. I believe it was the opener of the season when it, were a four three win to Liverpool, that was a good game to watch. Um, I did really enjoy watching that one. Uh I do feel one of the penalties was quite soft. Um, but then again, all the rules have changed on that, so. It has been quite mad with VAR, um, coming in. Obviously, they've reviewed it again for this season, and hopefully, it does start taking place a lot better now and referees do get to make more on-field decisions that stick and hopefully not as much will get called offside. Um, We still had Mane's goal called offside against Everton last season. I mean, if anyone agrees that that was offside, there's not much more to say apart from you're wrong. Um, But yeah, obviously last season was... A good season for what it was Uh, it's nice to see that we're getting fans back now as well and we will keep talking about football because as the channel says this is football talk if there is any specific things that you do want to talk about Um, I will be putting this up somewhere where there will be a comment section so you can let me know what you do want to talk about, things like that. Uh, Like I say, this is the third podcast, so I haven't gone into too much depth on anything. I've just sort of spoke about the next sort of fixtures. Um, I know I've spoke a bit about the Sunday game as well. Um, But I was going to do that on a different podcast, but I haven't. Um, I was going to break that one down a bit more. Or I was just going to do an after-match review on it. Um, yeah. So, if you do want to build an hacker off of what I've just gone through, like I said, I'd probably go for Spurs to win it. But I don't recommend backing the early kick-off. But I'd go Spurs, Arsenal, and then Brentford and Brighton a draw. Man City to win Leicester, Man U to win Newcastle, West Ham to beat Southampton, I'm leaning towards a Wolves win more than a draw to be fair and then a Chelsea win, that would be my Saturday hacker, whether you want to have a little tweak with that or anything like that, that's down to you guys, Uh, if you do like the sound of that then obviously gamble safely don't put stupid money on it i'm not recommending gambling but everybody does like to have a bit of fun um but yeah that's my saturday hacker for you guys i will be giving you more hackers throughout the season as well um i will look further into games too so i'll have like days where i'll just do one game but i'll go into the actual stats and things like that and i'll do Corners per game, goals per game, goal scorer Things like that uh, cause They're the real money maker ones for you Unless you're going to go for a tenfold And bet on the full weekend um. But yeah, it's always good to have a bit of fun And maybe win some money as well uh, But for this podcast It has been about half an hour now So we will leave that one there As it was just the very first podcast And I hope you guys have enjoyed it like i say there will be a comment section somewhere let me know if you want to talk about anything else that would be great so i can bring some more stuff to the table for you all and talk about some more things Uh, but for now until next time this has been talk football with owen felkin thanks guys bye